0: So, so they depict lesbians of all types, I think, here, but there is Margaret Qualley's depiction of a lesbian is pretty extreme,
1: pretty extreme. It, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Roger Rabbit of sex, of, se- of, of sexuality. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a first-run bald movie. Tonight we're talking about Driveaway Drive-Away Dolls, Ethan Cohen's uh, latest movie, collaboration with his partner, Um, it stars Margaret Qualley and a bunch of other people, Pedro Pascal, Matt Damon. I should have looked this up. Uh, I'm, I'm rusty. Do you know this is the first, like, first run bald movie we've done since Silent Fucking Night? Really? Since last year? Yeah. That's how dusty my notes were. I was not even remotely ready to start this thing. Um what did you uh maybe we could talk about this uh start off it's what got did you coleman think domingo about...
0: it's got coleman it's domingo geraldine viswanathan who i don't know uh except from this movie it's got pedro pascal it's got matt damon it's got that might be it uh as far as notables
1: but uh now oh, this joey slot also guy that ethan cohen's like. partner is trisha cook uh-huh. uh i i had that information i'm not i <laughs> i, I I'm, I'm i'm not a pig um what did you think this this and, and if you think this if you think the start of this podcast is offensive wait till you see this movie uh oh, this movie's yeah. this movie's pitching a lot uh zany madcap uh morally ambiguous humor uh, uh yeah i mean morally ambiguous i don't know i i uh, I, it was way more
0: explicit than i expected i mm-hmm. did not really expect this gear from a cohen pro, uh, cohen project but it's there it's definitely yeah. there
1: it's they go yeah. for it um I, I i think the moral ambiguity comes from the implication that like a guidance counselor had sex with a Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a teenager, and it was a positive formative experience. Uh, that's right, you know that, right. that's that's uh, that's a spicy that's that's a spicy topic to be <laughs> putting <laughs> in your screwball, mind. madcap, sexual escapade thriller. Yeah, and that's
0: really what it is, huh? I I guess I didn't see that coming. I was sort of surprised watching this because I remembered the trailer and I remembered them showing all you know these star-studded cast here and i'm like oh wow okay all right cohen's really going for it this time he's getting some big names in here i know they always do that but uh i kind of expected more of them but i guess i wasn't too sad not to see them because i kind of like this movie
1: yeah no i it's there was some really funny gags i laughed Mm -hmm. pretty hard a couple of times um most of it was chuckles for me but
0: yeah there were a couple of good
1: laughs yeah, and uh, I thought Margaret Qualley was really... Oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, just a really transformative type of role. Um, you Absolutely. Know, with the accent, with the physical posturing, with just everything. It was uh, an amazing performance, and it works because, like you said, this this person that I'm not familiar with her work, Geraldine Viswanathan, um, is just a perfect straight woman to whatever margaret Qualley's doing and yeah, yeah there's also a really interesting interplay between the women where it's like you know most of the time you think that the geraldine is the like you you definitely want to trust in her and her decision-making mm-hmm. ability but there's a couple points in the movie where it's like no margaret Qualley's like you really shouldn't open every suitcase you come across you yeah you, you're you know, sometimes you, you shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't find out more information about sketchy situations. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I found myself uh,
0: thinking I, I might follow either of these girls at either point uh, mm-hmm. along their journey because, yeah, sometimes one of them has the right idea and the other. And sometimes I think they have the wrong idea and it turns out, oh, no, actually,
1: that was the right idea. Go for it. Yeah. There's a line in the movie where, like, someone says self-satisfied, well, everything worked out just great. And that's kind of the tagline for this movie. Um, yeah. It's very – you know, I <laughs> – uh, you know, it's it's a half a Coen Brothers film, and I felt like there's definitely some big Lesbowski uh, <laughs> s- <laughs> scenes of energy in this movie. They're, the psychedelic yeah. interludes remind me of, like, when the dude is doing no- nude bowling – Oh uh, uh, with the Lebowski a- sister mm. and and is there's almost a Mandy esque quality to this bizarre psychedelic. This is a movie set in the nineties with like a seventies psychedelic aesthetic. And every mm. once in a while, every mm. between every act, there's just this bizarre scene with Miley Cyrus and is it Matt Damon? Yeah. Uh, maybe a de-aged Matt Damon but yeah, it's I to thought be a he man. looked awful young I thought maybe they got a, a stand-in or, or some dude that looks but like what the hell I don't know that, that was
0: my least favorite part of the movie I kind of dislike actively dislike that I think it was disruptive and, and was not worth it in the end I think they there's a reveal near the end of the movie that will mm-hmm. make all that make sense but it didn't make enough sense and it didn't seem important enough to show that yeah, for me to actually like those LSD trip kind of sequences
1: I I don't know I, I went back and forth I thought some of them the ones that were just purely visual I thought were interesting kind of interludes to kind of like let you think about what just happened before kind of like a palate cleanser but then when they got like really you know pseudo what do, what do you call that subliminal like subliminal mind control kind of aspect to it I'm like I don't know this started to feel like a Zoolander skit um, yeah I and it was not my cup of tea. Some point, the movie does seem to suffer from excess of style. Maybe, um, uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, because part of that style is Margaret
0: Qualley's performance, which I enjoyed throughout. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the the m- mobsters. I don't. I don't know who exactly is trying to find them in this movie but I really yeah. enjoyed their back and forth it, it felt very you know Steve Buscemi uh, in Fargo with his you know annoying kind of dopey partner um, yeah it felt very Cohen esque which shouldn't surprise anyone I guess
1: yeah um, I really liked um, Margaret Qualley's ex the cop her girlfriend. Oh God, I I don't know how I feel about her. <laughs> I love her, and I especially love how she interacted with the gangsters. And um, I, I yeah, that she, was a she, fun just scene. continual. And it's it's that's the other. It's like very cohen esque, where it's like they put all these balls on the table, and then they keep careening around. You just never know when they're going to come in and out of scenes, and yeah you know like when john goodman destroys some guy's corvette you know you never know where that stuff's gonna go and who's gonna come running out of what house and uh, i I enjoyed that and coleman domingo is just so fucking cool oh yeah and um i liked it yeah like the gangsters had kind of like a pecking order where the guy on the bottom with the eventually gets his nose broke is like the lowest totem and then the his like partner is is like a little bit smarter than him but then domingo is the guy on the top that kind of like you know he's the one getting the job done honestly yeah like the the one guy says like this is a customer facing job this is a service this is a service and we're in the service industry you can't be this bad with people and like domingo does that to him you know yeah um But I thought that was super entertaining, and then and it got you know it's it's got that trademark also Cohen where you'll have moments of hilarity and then moments of extreme violence out of nowhere, uh huh, or moments uh, of like deep sincerity and like beauty,
0: and then boom, just the crassest shit you've ever seen happens.
1: And that's the thing. It's like Fargo, there's like, up. you know, there's the Fargo side of that where it's like, Fargo's funny, sure, but it's mostly kind of horrifying and existentialist and stuff like that. Whereas mm. you got the Big Lebowski where it's like, sometimes it's that, but it's mostly funny. And Raising oh, yeah. Arizona, this is definitely closer to that. Uh, yep.
0: Uh, I would say, yeah, it's a it's a kind of middle of the road Cohen movie for me as far as like how good I think it is. But mm-hmm honestly i enjoyed watching it it's not like i and it's so short right it's only an hour and a half it's not like
1: it it doesn't have time to overstay its welcome yeah yeah i'm curious to see because like uh this um trisha cook has been you know editing for the miller to the miller brothers the (laughs) cohen brothers for a long time since miller's crossing back in 1990 so i'm really curious to see um them her continue to kind of like you know she's done a lot of short films and documentaries but uh i guess she's got a new film already slated called honey Dote. don't i'm not sure if she's doing that with ethan or if she's doing that uh on her own but uh yeah there's like it's cohen-esque but there's definitely as distinctive s- is there something else going on like um I don't think Ethan on his own would be like this subversively, um, like like feminine and queer. There's no fucking way. Yeah,
0: I I would and get away kind with of hope it. not. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, certainly like I, I wouldn't be brave enough to. That would be. Uh, I would sure. feel like I were
0: insulting people. Yeah.
1: And I feel like ninety percent of it is like, but there's a ten percent where it's you know uh, I don't know I, I'm I'm curious to see uh, I got some questions about some of the moral decisions that are depicted in this movie <laughs> and how, how yeah, I feel about it. We'll that, save that it, for the it, spoiler it, section, obviously.
0: It it's a pretty so so they depict lesbians of all types I think here, but there is Margaret Qualley's depiction of a lesbian is pretty extreme, pretty extreme. Oh uh, no. yeah yeah yeah. It, Roger Rabbit.
1: About she's sex, a wild about, about, about character. Sexuality.
0: Yeah, she's just horny constantly, always wants to get laid, very free spirit, and and just like the way she talks is just deeply gay, right? Like mm-hmm. she she uses expressions from time to time that you would not say if you were not gay. Which I like is is normal too, I think. <laughs> there are definitely people out there like that, but she's playing an extreme version of it for sure.
1: No, no, she's aggressively coded as like, um, like an arch bushmaster. Like she just gets <laughs> like laid. Like what is her ex girlfriend said if we hit, if we could put a meter on her pussy we'd we'd all be rich. Yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd all retire, be rich. You know, because she's just like she just like and yeah, like she hooks up every night, all the time. Yeah, everywhere she goes, all the time. Yeah, 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 and like um, omni 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 sexual, and not in to like the a point where it's way. a problem.
0: Well, yeah, it becomes kinda, a problem for both her and, I'm and friends as
1: well. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like none of these moral questions are big ones and more of like uh-huh. is this being a shitty friend or am I out of touch? Uh, some of the, some right. of the questions are like that. Um, yeah, I think we're about ready to talk to, about spoilers. Okay. i'll talk about the Cincinnati sledgehammer. <laughs> oh god, I love that phrase. I love it. I do too. Let's talk about <laughs> trailers, though, before uh, we get to that. And also, before we get mm-hmm. to that, I want to talk about our upcoming movies because it has been a while. We have been a little creaky and dusty in the first run movies, but you know what? Hollywood fucking went on strike. They went, they went dishing bullshit out here. We we wanted to go see that Argyle. Saw so it was like thirty yikes percent on Rotten. We're like, no, thank you. We're not going to bust our ass after Groundhog Day weekend. So. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with more Bald Move after this brief pause. Here's what's new in premium content for our club members.
0: No lunch this week as I'll be traveling on vacation, but get ready for next week when we have the rare, elusive, dare I say premium lunch with Talitha
1: and Aaron. And while you're waiting for the return of the king, don't forget May is the time to switch your Patreon tiers to make sure you maintain your full benefits by June. Stop by support.baldmove.com to check your Patreon levels to see the new benefits and decide which one is right for you.
0: And finally, tickets are now on sale for Badass Fest 6. Come meet us live and in person, watch a mystery badass film with us, and then hear us record the podcast right there in front of you in a theater packed with Bald Move fans. Get your details and your tickets at baldmove.com slash live.
1: If you want more Bald move in your life, head over to support.baldmove.com right now to find out how you can get tons of bonus audio and video content, plus ad free feeds. And now, back with more Bald move. We are now making a triumphant return because so is Hollywood. Next week, Dune 2, everybody. Jim can finally tell us if he likes this movie because he'll seen the entire thing. Dune 2. Oh, Next this week. wasn't
0: the triumphant return with a, a grand total, including my wife and I of five people in the theater.
1: <laughs> it was pretty sparse. That was rough, man. This parking lot was so empty I am curious to see because, like, is this like a thing where Hollywood took three months off and no one saw a movie after the holdovers and right? And you know, or is this like a oh Thursday night? It's not like a big blockbuster movie, so it'll fill out in the weekend. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll know. know, We'll know next week because if Dune Two is half empty parking lot, it's going to be whoa. Uh, but yeah, we'll have Dune Two next week, and then uh, two weeks after that, March fourteenth. Love Lies Bleeding, which is essentially <laughs> this movie plus plus the um, Incredible Hulk. I don't know what to make G-Hulk, of the muscles yeah. in that trailer. I Katie O'Brien, um, boy, it's, it's always going to be a what if. What if she was Abby? I can't wait to see. Yeah. Um, what uh, uh, Bella Rant? No oh, shit. What is it? No, uh, Loretta What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Loretta, yeah, but uh, uh Deaver can't wait to see what Caitlin Deaver does with the role but it's it's going to I feel like it's going to be like one of those what if Tom Selleck were Indiana Jones type of deals oh no uh, that plus everyone's talking about Kristen Stewart and uh, her uh-huh. her iconic look and, oh. and swagger and in, in this movie uh, it's got one has iconic
0: looks in that trailer
1: <laughs> iconic for better or worse yeah like let's can we talk about Ed um,
0: <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about his stringy ass Grease film Ed Harris right oh, So we were talking yeah. about
1: With the With the crypt Keeper skullet <laughs> Yep Oh kind it's of so crypt key, A lot of crypt Keeper aspect That's a That's a pretty That's a pretty That's a pretty brave role To be honest You know I, Too He had too much party Too much party Going on yeah.
0: Maybe a little more business Is needed To balance it out Yeah
1: But it's another uh, Gal for gal movie uh-huh. Uh that's kind of a caper. Um it looks like it might be a little bit more serious, but then again, there's like these like really psychedelic sequences in this too. So we'll see. Uh another one, really excited for March twenty first, Roadhouse. This is the Amazon Prime original. It stars um Why is My Mind Shot tonight? Jake Gyllenhaal, thank you. Jake Gyllenhaal uh reprising Patrick Swayze, uh Pain Don't Hurt. Hopefully this <laughs> movie is good.
0: Um God, we're excited for it. I want this to be good, and I the trailer looked like a lot of fun to me. R- real dumb fun, but fun. It
1: honestly, yeah, it looks like it looks like a Roadhouse with a 21st century technology behind it. You know, yep. because I don't know. That I want it to be good. I just want it to be fun. Because I, mm-hmm. I would never, I would not say Roadhouse is good. Well, that's my definition of movie for movies like this of good. It's just yeah. they have to
0: be fun. They could yeah. be really stupid. I want them to be the stupider the better. Honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a limit. You can definitely get into the uncanny, dumbass valley. But uh, then finally, April 11th, tentatively. This is the light. Pencil this in very lightly because we're going to keep our eye on the the buzz on this. But uh, our thinking is maybe Godzilla versus Kong, the new empire.
0: Yeah, we saw all the other Godzillas
1: and Kongs. Yeah, we missed our Jim missed the Godzilla minus one. But uh, this I'm going to the... pick that up. Yeah, I gotta see uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think I my think... wife and I might watch that this weekend. I think you'd like it. I think you like it. But uh, yeah, I do. I, I, I like the big, vaguely sexual monkey lizard fights. I'm a big oh. fan. We talked oh. about this. We talked about this last remember. time, Jim. I
0: don't remember what happened yesterday, <laughs> let alone four or 15 years ago. Is that when the last movie came out? I don't know.
1: Uh, no, it came out like two years ago what the fuck? I, now i'm joking <laughs> okay. now i'm joking all right, all right all right yeah i didn't know we were raising money for you two weeks ago my god uh let's talk about trailers before we get to the spoiler take um the first omen yeah i have not i now this can't be because i've seen many omens uh in in uh the video rental stores of old i would never watch mm. one um this is back when I was a big horror pussy and no one's ever said like you got to see the Omen franchise, man. And this purports yeah. to be the first Omen. Well, who are, who's like, are they pulling Jim?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's it sounds like it's a prequel, right? They did with the, this with The Exorcist. They do this with all kinds of stuff. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm not that interested. It does it have Damien in it? No. It very well, might, but I don't even give a shit. I'm I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm I've, I've never cared
1: about the Omen series, honestly. I would take Phantasm over Omen. Can we talk about a movie that I am intensely interested in, The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare? Yeah. This is a new film coming out on 420th, essentially, April 19th, 2024, directed (laughs) by Guy Ritchie. I have liked a hell of a lot more than his stuff than I haven't. Mm -hmm. And it stars Henry Cavill. It stars Reacher's Alan Richson. It stars Elza Gonzalez and Carrie Elways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yules? Elwaza? Um yeah. I Yeah. Babs Olus. Oh, yeah, Dr. Dr. Mbinga, Babs Olus Unmonken. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. trying that's lot a lot of these pronunciations live. Yeah. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of buzz. I, I I'm really excited. This trailer looks like fire. Oh yeah.
0: I mean, Super even just fun. to see Henry Cavill acting all crazy, like his tongue oh, yeah. out, shooting a fully automatic weapon. Look, that's a good look for him. Yeah, yeah. Disheveled uh, hair. Uh,
1: yeah, it's as we're going back to the World War Two. Uh, well, you know the yeah, the, the last yeah. good war, whatever the fuck that means. But I'm not mad at it. No, it's 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 like we haven't like in glorious bastards what 2012. It's been. It's been twelve years. Wow. We're ready to see Nazis butchered on an industrial scale again. I think.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Speaking of the devil, love lies bleeding. The mm-hmm. uh, I this movie's all over the place. Um, I'm very excited to see what the actual narrative is. Yeah. Uh, Furiosa. Have we talked about this trailer before? Oh, I, like I didn't see this one oh yeah we went to a different physical theater tonight Mm -hmm. uh yeah george miller's back and he's doing furiosa anya taylor joy is playing the younger um version of the Charlize theron character um this is obviously a first-run bald movie when it comes out oh yeah yeah i don't really need
0: to see a trailer for this yeah yeah
1: yeah like I think I would have loved every single Mad Max film if George Miller had a bigger budget in the beginning. <laughs> sure. Um I okay, here's let's let's see if let's compare notes here. I had a quiet place day 1. I did not. Um, I have seen the trailer for that though. I know you've seen the trailer cuz we've seen it together. Um I I mean this is a reboot, you know, this is kind of like the fear of the walking dead, fear of the quiet place. But I think the quiet place is a cool concept, and as long as they can come up with novel ways to multi thread characters and build the tension like a pressure cooker with these fucking giant ear monsters, I'm kinda in. And the second they don't the second they don't fail that they, they fail to deliver ninety sec ninety minutes of that, then I'm done with the franchise. But I'm I'm there for it until right. until that happens. I am too. Yeah. I'm I'm
0: a little confused because I thought we saw day one through John Krasinski's eyes, but you saw guess day we can always one. always see it through somebody else's eyes.
1: Day one, Podunk Town. This is day mm. one, urban metropolis. Entirely right. different species.
0: Is, you think this is going to get into like? scientists going what the fuck and trying to figure it out and cops trying to it defend really, the city and National Guard it, called in or is
1: this going to be I hope so but it kind of feels like there's Zerg rushing us like these just pods are coming, coming over hundred. every square inch of the land and I think that would be hard that's yeah. a hard thing to deal with like if zombies came and dropped pods 20 <laughs> uh, every square uh, mile I would find it more believable that they'd take over the world Yeah, and yeah. that's kind of the proposition here yeah uh i, I
0: do still want to see the human the, the societal reaction i guess from it yeah but i, I don't know if that's the story they want to tell a quiet place has always been a very small story so mm.
1: and it does look they'll like, like that keep it that way it looks like a rapid depopulation population and devolving into your standard quiet place type stuff but i don't know maybe yeah. not maybe it is more about surviving those first few days with information being scant and whatnot but uh yeah uh, another movie that I'm pretty interested in: The American Society of Magical Negroes. <laughs> okay, Jim. What is the pitch on this movie? Uh, it's the guy from the new Jurassic Park movies.
0: Uh, I right, hate right. And something else that I just recently saw him in.
1: Who cocaine I... Bear. Oh, Detective Pikachu. That's the other thing. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor yes. Among the Thieves. He's the wizard. There it is. Yeah, I like so this guy he's... a lot. He...
0: Yeah, he's really coming up for. Yeah, for sure. Um, So he apparently gets wind of this society called the American Society of Magical Negroes, whose mission it is to keep white people happy and stress free because the less stress and the less angry we are, uh, the better they the easier their lives are as well. The the lives of black people. So they have all sorts of magical powers to make this possible and each of them seems to be tasked with like a single individual. And th- this guy gets tasked with someone who, I- indirectly or whatever, I don't know, leads to him falling in love with some girl. And that becomes a problem because now he's off mission and they can't have that. Um, so it's basically a rom com, but it has maybe some interesting framing.
1: Yeah, it feels a lot like it's a wonderful life, but the angels sent to keep George from being a racist asshole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Justice Smith also is the, the young man's name, the, the wizard from, uh, okay. I gotta Guardians remember that. Dragons. Yeah. I've yeah, enjoyed his stuff. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's like, you know, can, that's kind of the fun thing about being, doing this for a while is you start to see, it's like, Oh yeah, it's this, it's this guy mm-hmm. or it's this gal. They're really, they've, they've been putting together a, a body of work and hopefully, hopefully it'll, it'll keep on, on going up for him um yeah it's a really interesting concept and uh the trailer looks really funny and kind of like you know satirical um yeah we'll Mm -hmm. see what that's all about uh what else oh the amy winehouse biopic fade or back to black yes i saw that too i have a baseline interest in about every musical biopic um, I do like them. I didn't see the Elvis one, which is kind of a shame. But I also heard it was kind of a eh. Um, I'm medium interested in this. Like, if I start hearing that this is like a definitive take on yeah. Amy, because uh, I, you know, me, my understand my knowledge of her is kind of like the rehab. Yeah, um, yeah. and that's it. Like, I know that that she's got the well here. that that's well, really well regarded album.
0: But yeah, apparently like a record breaking album. I I that's not the style of music I'm into. I remember hearing yeah. it on the radio all the time. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it could be a good movie. I probably won't want to see a day one though.
1: Um, Did you have any trailers that I didn't see at your, cause that's the end of yeah. all. I got a couple. Uh, oh man. Have you heard of a movie called Sasquatch sunset
0: by David and Nathan Zellner?
1: No, maybe
0: it's no. Tell, tell me about it. It's a movie where Jesse Eisenberg, Riley Coe, and a couple other people, Nathan Zellner, actually himself, I think, uh, are all dressed up as Sasquatches, like in really convincing Sasquatch suits, and they just kind of live their lives as Sasquatches.
1: <laughs> or are they actually
0: Sasquatch? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, yes, the actors are put into Sasquatch suits, and then the movie is about a family of Sasquatch
1: I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia article and the director says that they're in full makeup and full body hair no lines mm-hmm. they I mean, grunt Sasquatch. but there's no lines well I mean they have lines they're just in Sas- Sasquatchies. it's 89 minutes long I mean yep.
0: this, <laughs> this <laughs> it feels it like bizarre. it's bizarre
1: this could be the alien parts of Mac and me and that's all and that oh, is a yeah. bizarre concept for a movie. Uh are we going to watch this? Maybe
0: it's it the tone is going to be interesting. You probably need to see the trailer, but like it starts off with this sort of majestic view of like a unique family and you're f- going over the Pacific Northwest, right? And all the trees and mountains and you zoom in and you kind of see the family of Sasquatches walking. It's kind of beautiful. Mm. And then You know, they do the stinger, the music cuts, and it cuts over to two of them humping, like doggy style. And and it just goes silent, and it's just like really ridiculous. And then the rest of the trailer is just like them kind of living their lives, getting angry, getting into trouble. I don't know what to make of this thing, man, but I'm kind of interested
1: that's one I'm going to have to really make a week 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 of the movie Rotten Tomatoes decision because oh, that's yeah. pulling I could believe that pulling 17% and I could also see it rolling in with 97, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh so there was that yeah. one and then oh man,
0: another double S movie, Snack Shack. Have you seen this trailer? It's about <laughs> no. It looks like a Like it could live in the wet, hot American summer universe or something where these two kids have to get like good pairing for this movie, uh, jobs for the summer. And they apparently are able to like rent the snack shack or, or like purchase the right to sell snacks at the snack shack at the local pool, the community pool over the summer. And so they, they purchase those rights and then they just kind of go crazy turning the pool and the snack shack into i guess like a teenage nirvana it's they 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 go about some interesting marketing uh methods they they have Hmm. something called fuck dogs which is just hot dogs with the word fuck written on them in ketchup or mustard your choice okay uh and they charge they do a little upcharge for that uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they upcharge some other stuff they, they find because their parents are like oh my god you paid two thousand dollars to sell snacks at the snack shack all summer they can't believe the, the price so the kids have to make their money back and then huh. there's a girl involved and i don't know of hijinks course. happen and yeah you know, i think what hot american summer but kids who are slightly younger than camp counselors uh at a community pool
1: yeah that's what it's like this is um you know there it's 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 time for a new generation of people to have their coming of age and screwball comedies and all that and yeah Mm -hmm. uh, i don't i don't know if i i don't know if i can still enjoy those you know
0: i mean it looks funny yeah it's not gonna hit me the same way definitely at 42 that it did at like 17 but I'm I'm more into the Sasquatch
1: to be honest. The Sasquatch (laughs) sounds like where it's at. I feel more like a Sasquatch at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maximum (laughs) Sas. I identify. Uh, I think, yeah, those are the only two I saw that weren't at your theater. All right. Uh, now is the time that we, uh, uh, we We put up the velvet ropes and we say, "I'm sorry you're not a club member you, you can't you can't gain entry to this part of the podcast This is where Jim and I talk about our detailed thoughts about this movie of two young women on the lamb learning to live and love in the the, the mid nineties amidst psychedelic Matt Damon menacing uh and Florida just the general Florida of this movie uh that's what we're gonna be doing if you want in on that, you can get in on it right now right now. By going to support.ballmove.com, get ad-free feeds, tons of bonus content. Did you know we did a whole ass podcast on Blue Eyed Samurai? Had a lot of no buzz. Way. Talking about I don't Apple remember TV. That. We're talking about Apple TV constellation. Uh, we're doing a whole ass, but that, that's only for club members. You're missing out. Support.ballmove.com.